This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 847, How to Stand Up for Yourself in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Today, we look at a situation that one listener was in where a teacher was rude and abrasive. What can you do in a situation like this to stand up for yourself? Get our three-step system today. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, Michelle, how you doing today? It's an early Tuesday morning, Wednesday. Well, this episode's coming out on a Wednesday morning, a couple days before Thanksgiving. <laughs> how are you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, we record early in the morning sometimes. It's kind of a wake-up call, right? But by the time we finish recording, we're always feeling energized. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to start off today by saying thank you to our listeners who reviewed us on iTunes. I want to call out a big thank you to Andrej CZ from the Czech Republic. Thank you to Salva Gadon from Mexico, Gui Curry from Brazil, Kata Flower Floor from USA. Michelle, anybody else you want to say thank you to? Thank you to Junior at Porto Alegre from Brazil. Um, thank you to Ebo Yaya25 from the USA. Thank you to Erat from Mexico. Thank you to, and I'm sorry I can't read it, but somebody from Japan, a lovely listener. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. And go on over, review the show if you haven't done it yet. And when our new app comes out, you want to go over and review us in the App Store. That's going to be super important to get this app rolling. Okay, so here we go. Michelle, I have a question for you to start off today. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So have you ever had like a bad experience with a teacher, a director, maybe a boss who was just mean, like they were just kind of cruel to you and they offended you and you had to speak out? Um, I don't know about having to speak out, but I did have once, um, a teacher who I wanted to move up a level, uh -huh. um, and they kind of, uh, my friend tried to, uh, it was a, for a, a language class okay, and uh, language? I wanted to move up Hebrew okay. and my, my friend wanted, uh, to help me, uh, move up. So I, I felt that I was in an earlier level. And so the teacher started speaking really fast to me and, um, <laughs> And, um, basically she said, were you, did I understand? And I didn't. And, um, and, uh, so I couldn't move up. So that oh, kind of wasn't nice. Interesting. So she kind of bullied you a little bit. A little bit, a little bit, but she was okay. But it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was really just a short encounter. But yeah, I remember that. What about yeah. you? Um, hmm, that's a good question. I don't, 
I, I don't know. I can't think of any situation, but I'm sure that I've been in situations where I wanted to speak out at different times. Um, but I haven't, I've like, we've been doing All Ears English for a long time and I haven't really had a boss in a long time, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, but I haven't also, I haven't taken any language classes lately. I need to get back on italki for my Spanish. But the reason that I asked you that today, Michelle, is that we had a student who wrote in with a good question about how to handle a feisty teacher, okay? A feisty English teacher who may have been a little bit offensive, a little bit rude to her. Interesting, right? Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Interesting. That's too yeah. bad. Yeah, but I think we can help this this student out here with our answer. So maybe some of our other listeners have had a problem like this and they weren't quite sure how to approach it. So let's read the question and then we'll see what we can do to help this listener. Okay, here we go. Okay. <clears throat> um, This week, I had a trial class with an italki teacher, uh, not your recommendation, who is a native speaker. We talked about pictures and I described what I saw while she said native in the sentence. At that moment, I suddenly forgot the meaning. Then I asked the teacher how to spell the word. Sadly, the teacher's response was, you don't know this word? Uh, in using an incredible tone. I felt so hurt, if possible. I would like to end the lesson. Uh, I wanted to end the lesson right away, but I'm an adult. I chose not to think too much and kept going. Very soon, I forgot another word, religion. And I asked the teacher and received the same response. You don't know this word? In using the same tone. My feelings got hurt. Uh, I raised my tone and told the teacher, my English is not good. She smiled and we kept going until completing the lesson. Ugh, I will not book this teacher anymore. I know there are many italki teachers who are listening to this podcast. I would like to have your help to express my feelings during the program while teaching ESL students, during the program while teaching ESL students that they don't forget that students are ESL. Even if native, they are native speakers, they sometimes forget. Sorry, can you? Forget their uh, own words. Some words. Yeah. No, sorry. You can't see with your cursor. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Forget some words. How uh, do you drive your tone? Sorry to convey my bad feelings to you. Allers English is not just an English program for me. It's like a friend. Thanks and have a wonderful weekend. Mm. Thank you. Mm. Oh, that, oh, well, I mean, I'm sorry for your experience, but I'm glad that you feel positive with us. And that's a very nice thing what you said. Yeah, no, this is good. So this is a problem that, you know, we might run into from time to time. We're working across cultures. You know, that's one thing. And we're going to go into maybe what might have happened and how you could possibly resolve it. But thank you to this listener for sharing this. This is a little bit vulnerable. You know, she's opening up and maybe some of our other listeners have felt something similar, but they've been afraid to ask. So I'm glad that this student asked this today how do you feel right, when you read this right. michelle yeah i'm so i'm sorry that you had that experience i mean like you never know i mean yeah that's just terrible no one should make you feel like that because you should be feeling really excited and happy to learn english and yeah there are times when you might forget something but you don't want your teacher should be the one that you feel safe with the one that you feel comfortable with to make mistakes definitely so I'm sorry for that Absolutely. I mean, if we want to learn well, if we want that affective filter to drop in our minds so we can learn more, we need to feel relaxed, like totally relaxed. And that's one thing that I think we do in the urban adventure, urban English adventure, Michelle. You know, when you were out here in August, we did that well. We helped our students feel very safe so that they could make those mistakes. They could have fun and actually learn stuff. 
Right, right, exactly. Yeah, you got to be able to make a mistake or you got to be able to forget a word. I mean, that's what that teacher's job. <laughs> to exactly. Help you. That's the teacher's yeah. job. Yeah, you got it. So, you know, I think we should think about this from both perspectives. I was trying to think from the teacher's perspective to try to figure out if maybe they weren't trying to be mean, but maybe it was a misunderstanding. So let's go through what might have happened. You know, I mean, we don't know because we weren't there and we and, and there's culture there that could get in the way too. So one idea that that I had that it is possible that that teacher was being sarcastic. And mm. this is, yeah, this is very common with American English speakers, right? Sarcasm is our main form of humor. Okay. Yeah. So it's possible. I'm not saying it's true. I'm saying it's one possibility that you might have mistaken that she was criticizing you and she was actually trying to show like enthusiasm. But it depends on the teacher's tone of voice. We can't hear that tone of voice. The conversation wasn't recorded. But just keep that in mind that there are different forms of humor and it's a cultural issue sometimes. Someone might be trying to be funny or build a relationship with you, whereas to you it sounds abrasive and harsh, but they're trying to be funny. So that's a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I could see that. And even if they weren't trying to be funny, Mm -hmm. it like Lindsay said, it all depends on the tone of voice. So if it was like, oh, you don't know that word, like that's definitely abrasive. But if they said, oh, you don't know that word, right? like they could have said it just like that. And that is not meant to be rude. Yeah. So, you know, th- I mean, I can definitely understand like the words that the, the teacher would be using would sound like they're trying to be rude. But if they just said, Oh, you don't know the word? Like maybe, um, they're just trying to say, Oh, you don't know it. Like, oh, okay, let's do it. Exactly. Right. So. Yeah, it, it depends. It it really depends. It's it's tricky in that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, Michelle. So it's not all about the words that they're using. They could be using the same words, the same phrase and, and delivering a very different tone. So that's really important to understand, first of all. But let's let's take the other side and let's just assume that actually this teacher was being rude and abrasive, you know, and in that case, what do we do, Michelle? An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Well, I mean, in that case, you have a choice, right? So, um, you know, it's good that you, I mean, continued the lesson. I think that that was the appropriate thing to do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you know, give it a chance and see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean, sometimes when teachers have been teaching for a long time, um, you know, what can happen, Lindsay? Well, they can build up like an emotional wall from their work. I mean, we do this in in any job that we're in, right? Because they work with so many students that they become disconnected. And, you know, they're no longer happy as teachers. So really, that teacher shouldn't be teaching. But the question is, like, how are you going to react to it? What are you going to do? Right. So, you know, when we get a ne- negative comment like that, the problem is that we, we talk a lot on the show about the affective filter. It's this, um, this filter in our mind that blocks us from learning anything. And we get this first listening shock. We can't understand what we hear. And that happens when we're agitated, when we're nervous, when we're scared. Mm-hmm. We just can't learn. So that's just not going to work. But you should choose your battles. Do you like that expression? Pick your battles. Yeah, yeah, you decide. Is it important enough, right? Yeah. Um, like, do you, did you feel upset enough to make it like a really big situation, right? 
Exactly. So in this situation, it was a trial lesson. All you do is you don't hire the teacher again. No big deal, right? But, you know, let's imagine for our listeners, this is a colleague that you're stuck working with permanently. (laughs) You're on a project with them or it's a teacher where you're locked into a, a package of lessons, for example. Okay, or you can't choose the teacher. So what are what's our recommendation? Like what could the student do? Yeah, I mean, first you can push back lightly if you want. You could try some humor, right? So, for example, you could say like, uh, hey, did you forget I'm a student? Or <laughs> I'm still learning here with like a little bit of laughter. Mm-hmm. And and if they say, got it, or yeah, you're right, or sorry, then that should be enough to get things back on track. Yeah, I would say try to just gradually increase your tone. Like start off kind of light, assuming that they, you know, they're also joking or they're just disconnected and just make a little bit, you know, make it light, your tone. Don't automatically go for the killer phrase, right? All the super defensive. We want to try to avoid getting defensive right away to keep it easy, Mm -hmm. right? And then second, if that happens again, if they continue to be rude, Michelle, you know, what do we need to do? Yeah, well, if they continue to be rude, you might need to get a little bit more direct and and explicit, right? So, for example, you could say, um, maybe I'm misreading you, but I find your comments kind of rude and offensive. Mm-hmm. Right. So I like that because there's a, I think our listeners should notice a very distinct difference between the first phrase that we said, Hey, did you forget I'm a student? Right. And laughing yeah. versus maybe I'm mis- misreading you, but I find your comments rude. It's very explicit. It's very direct so that you don't get into like a passive aggressive situation, right? That, that, that festers and, and remains for a long time. You uh, right mm-hmm. away, you're going to name it. You're owning your own feelings, how you're feeling, and then you're putting it out there for them. I like that. Mm hmm. Mm, Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. And there are some other phrases that we could use. You could say, I feel like your comments are a little out of line. You know, that's pretty direct. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, you know, unnecessary. They're too much. They're inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Mm, Yeah, I'm going to add that. So I feel like your comments are too much are inappropriate. So there are a lot of phrases and adjectives that we could use here. And we'll put them all on the blogs. You guys can come back to the website and type in this episode number and find them. And there's another, Michelle, what could you say? Um, The other one is, for some reason, my computer is being funny. Why don't you go for it? Sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. So you could say... Oh, I found it. Okay. So when you you said um, a blank, it kind of caught me off guard or it seemed kind of harsh, right? So when you said, you know, for this situation, when you said you don't know that word, it kind of caught me off guard. Like it seemed kind of harsh. Yeah. And I like all three of these because it's kind of like you're owning your reactions to it, right? It's it's less about like pointing your finger, especially numbers one and three are more about I, this is how it influenced me. This is how I took this in. It's not necessarily what you meant to do, but it's how I received it. We own mm-hmm. our feelings. I mean, I think that's a, such a good communication skill. Oh yeah, for sure. Really important. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, in the, and then the third thing we can do is to move forward. Like, how are you going to work with this teacher or this student? Like, you have to work with them now. You could tell them what you need from them in order to learn or in order to be productive at work, right? So, for example, I need a lot of positive feedback, support, or encouragement from a teacher. That's the final mm-hmm. thing that you could say. And then at that point, the ball's in their court to change. Right, right, right. I like it. Or, you know, you could say, I need to feel supported at work from my co- by, by my colleagues. 
Exactly. Exactly. Can you think of anything else you could say, Michelle? I mean, those are, I think we've given our listeners some really solid phrases. We may not need to add any more. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're good. I like these. These are good. I know. Yeah. I I wrote this really late last night and sometimes that works (laughs) out, sometimes not as well. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But I think that this is really good. And I liked uh, this questioner from the listener. And even though, hey, let's look at it this way, even though unfortunately you had a bad experience, hopefully this bad experience can be used to help, you know, you for next time and to help others who might have this experience. So try and turning the negative into a positive, right? Exactly. Something very good will come out of this because all of our listeners will hear this today and they'll be empowered. You guys will be empowered to go out and say what you need. You know, first, just take it lightly. That's your first step. Second step, say how you received the the comment and how it felt. And third step, say what you need to succeed with them. Okay. I think that's a really nice framework. Um, and it gradually gets gets more direct and more explicit. So I like that. What's the takeaway today, Michelle? Yeah. So, I mean, guys, sometimes we can't control how other people act. So in that, in that situation, I mean, it's usually more about the person than about us. Mm-hmm. Like we don't know what's going on in their life, right? Yeah. Um, and they may be taking it out of you, which isn't, it isn't okay. But, you know, you think of, you know, try and realize it's not about you. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, we need to strike a balance between letting things roll off our backs, which means like to, you know, just, you know, okay, fine, whatever, forget it. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when it matters for the long term. So, mm-hmm. right, Lindsay? Yeah, exactly. So we want to find that balance. Sometimes, like Michelle said, let it roll off our backs. Not a big deal. They they were being sarcastic. I misunderstood. Versus when this is a long-term partnership, a long-term project, at that time, we want to be explicit. So we want to strike that balance between the two. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's good. All right. Well, thank you so much for asking this question. It was an important one. And I hope you have better experiences in the future. Yeah. And I also want to say, I feel like today is an important episode because for our listeners, guys, you know, just because English is your second language doesn't mean that you don't have the right to stand up for yourself. Right. I really want our listeners to get that today, Michelle, because I mean, I even have trouble standing up for myself sometimes in English in certain contexts. But and so I could see why this could be a very triggering situation that we could feel kind of victimized and cornered like we have nothing to do. But just listen to this episode again. If you are in a tough situation at work, for example, stand up for yourself, get the vocabulary, own your space and tell the person what you need. We want to empower you guys to do that today. Okay, cool. Perfect. I love it. Okay, awesome. So guys, if you want to see the transcripts from today, you want to subscribe and save 50% allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Okay, thanks for the question to our listener. And thanks guys for listening today. Thanks for hanging out, Michelle. All right. Thank you, Lindsay. Thanks, listener. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. 
With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.